If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Howdy, friends. Welcome to Unlocked. It is the world's number one Xbox show. I am what's left of Ryan McCaffrey's voice. Uh, Destin Legary, Alana Pierce, Marty Sleva. Coming up this week, we've got uh, a number of interesting little things. Destiny 2 is apparently coming yes. this year, which will make Destin very happy. Uh, Call of Duty is going to take a step back to its roots. Yes! Discuss- Thank you, Destin. We'll discuss that coming up. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Halo Wars 2. The review embargo for that is up. And we forgot to give our impressions about the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta that happened recently. So let's talk about that as well. All that coming up in the next hour or so. Hello, panel. How are you? Welcome. Panel? Panel? It's so official. I guess. It's, the panel well, greets you back, Mr. McCaffrey. Yeah. Thank you. GDC is coming up. There's, uh, yeah, I was sick over the weekend. I was out sick yesterday getting you over sick? it. sick? I can't tell. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> and it's at that point. I, get, I don't know. I guess everybody gets sick a little differently, but I'm at that point now where I actually am feeling better, yeah. but my, today my voice is my body's better. Voice is given out. Mm. It happens to me with asthma. It might happen with you as well where whenever I'm sick, I get sick and then I get asthma at the tail end. Yep. So as that I'm getting better, I can't too. breathe. Yeah, yeah. That, I was I was hitting That's, the inhalers yeah. extra hard last yeah. night, and I was like, "Please don't go into my into, go down into my lungs. Please don't go down." Yeah, into it's my not lung. fun. So Shout out to pneumonia. I just Yay. drank. I got a just organic drink. lemons. <laughs> also, that uh, a bunch of lemons. Like I squeezed a bunch of lemons in a glass, drank it with water, and that actually stopped from what happened to you. That'd be vitamin C, right? Just a ton of vitamin yeah. C, yeah. Mm. I am shocked definitely. you made it through that without uh, quoting Fable. Ah. <laughs> really? You're just going to stand there like a lemon. What? You chase chickens. <laughs> now the show has begun. <laughs> uh, okay, so I want to start, actually, Alana, you and I have played, uh, sadly not together, but we've mm-hmm. separately played a bit of the Ghost Recon Wildlands yes. uh, beta, which happened, I just... I forgot to talk about it last week. Mm-hmm. There was, there's a, I don't remember whatever we talked about last week. It doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, I thought, you know, that was a big closed beta that happened. So not everybody's gotten a shot at it yet. I would presume there's an open beta in the next couple of weeks before mm-hmm. the game comes out because that's typically how Ubisoft rolls. Coming out in May? No, it's, it's coming, coming out, out March 7th. Yeah. Wow. It's coming out a couple of days after Zelda and the Switch and Horizon and a couple of days before. Yeah. I am shocked uh, that hasn't been delayed. Uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, it was out there, it was playable, and I want to get your take on it because I love the series. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually had the the 
what has so far been a pleasure to review most of them. Uh, I didn't go for Xbox uh, when I was back at OXM. Didn't review the first one, which came out. It was a, a port of the PC original that was one of the Xbox Live launch titles. Yeah. So it's like, and it was. I've told the story before, this anecdote before, but it was amazing back then because it was the first days of Xbox Live when the Xbox itself mm-hmm. was still. Oh, yeah. A f- fairly niche console, and it's Xbox Live itself it was this unheard of pay for multiplayer service. So, where, what I'm, where I'm going okay. with that is you only had the people who really, literally invested mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. So, playing Ghost Recon on Xbox Live, any public match was great. People were like, he's over here. Okay, we're going over. Everybody was just nice into it. <laughs> they were nice. They were, it was teamwork. And it was just a, it was a, the original Ghost Recon was a great game. Mm-hmm. Ghost Recon 2, real good. Reviewed that. Gave that a 9 for OXM. Then there was Advanced Warfare for Xbox 360. Gave that a 9. That was excellent. That was one of those early, incredible-looking games. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, just like, blow, blew you away when gr- you saw it. Draw 2, yeah. Draw 2, about a year later, was more of the same, but just outstanding. That was another 9. And then uh, took years and years, but then Future Soldier came out. And it, that was more mixture. I loved it. There was some interesting, cool mechanics. I gave that a 9 as well. So here we are to Wildland. Are you going to give it a 9? I'm not reviewing it, but uh, is Brandon reviewing it? I don't know who's reviewing it, but I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. impressions of this this closed beta because, again, caveat: it is a beta. I know, you know, whatever. We can't. It's probably pretty done, but we can't officially say well, so. I've told this story before. I think uh, that I played Assassin's Creed Unity at uh, Gamescom just before it came out and it was buggy and glitchy as hell and crashed and I decided not to preview it because I was like, it's probably not going to come out like this and then it came out like that. Totally regretted that. Um, Wildlands is kind of similar. I yeah. had tons and tons of bugs and glitches. We were in a mm-hmm. helicopter but the uh, propellers weren't actually spinning so it just looked like it was just floating <laughs> and that was just loads of glitches yeah. um and it was kind of problematic but i should mention that i played it in a closed environment at ubisoft yeah. with people here i and i didn't i i played it in the proper closed beta yeah. on xbox live How was uh, it? and it, you know i did didn't really encounter the only technical problems i had were actually xbox live problems right we were trying to play uh with brandon tyrell myself uh, our editor in chief, Steve Butts, and uh, who's the, who's the fourth one? Blanking out. Oh, Dan Stapleton. And oh, Dan Stapleton. get wrecked, right, Dan Stapleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him playing an Xbox game. Yeah, I know. It was, was going to happen. How? But yeah, Is we just okay? be better on mouse and keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it, we. Uh, it seemed like it was a just Xbox Live was hiccuping that night. We couldn't get everybody in the same game. We can only get three of us together. So okay, so or, even when sorry, you're Dan, in the same rip. game. Uh, because we were sort of in an environment that I think was set up for YouTubers. So we all had our individual stalls and there were cameras on us and everything. Uh, we obviously didn't have connection issues, but I think it was set up to be funny uh, was what they wanted. They wanted to capture people making jokes, which right. we had tons of. There was so much laughter. You know what soldiers do on the battlefield? Is Make hella jokes. Right. Yeah, jokes and jokes. There is even in that game, there's just weird dialogue everywhere that you're just not paying any attention to when you're talking to your friends. But when you get past any connection issues, actually finding each other in game constantly caused issues uh, someone would be up a mountain we could see that they were up a mountain it wouldn't let them uh, spawn near them because they had enemies near them and then mm. we would try and get up there and you just can't find a path so you're just trying to scale a mountain for 15 minutes your friends finish the mission and you just it happened huh. almost every time see yeah my my experience was a bit different but it I, so i love the game i love the idea of it on paper mm-hmm. a a 
co-op based open world where it's the more or less the one shot one kill kind of rules where you're going in and you're there's story missions there's other missions like the the idea of it is great but the what I played in the closed beta, I had some concerns with. And, the, and those are primarily, number one, I mean, this isn't the, the concern, but it didn't look that great. Like, it looks fine. I was like, that's yeah. a series, yeah, though, that's, that's on Xbox been a looker. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been a, a visual kind of bar. Well, and to, Ubisoft, to look just as a to. whole, in the last couple of years, has produced incredible looking yeah. games. Like, For Honor looks amazing. Watch Dogs 2, AC Syndicate. So there's that, but uh, then the. The thing that, well, the, probably the number one gameplay thing that just bugged the crap out of me was, you know, you have to, you can fast travel to different locations, but still within that, you're going to need to, you don't want to walk everywhere. You want to take vehicles, whether yeah. you're, you're driving a truck or a Jeep or you want to helicopter your buddies out of there like you were talking about. The vehicle controls, <laughs> the, it almost feels like you're controlling uh, a paper airplane. It's, okay, I found, not it, good I found it really state. funny. Because I, you know, you get all your squad mates in the car and try and finally go somewhere. They don't seem to be able to flip. So I was just driving down the side of a mountain, doing things that would for sure kill all of us, and we're surviving. <laughs> and the other players still see the camera but can't control anything. So everyone's just getting motion sick. Like it's <laughs> it's so over the top and ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, they all kind of control the same as well. But they do have weather variety like when it's raining it's yeah. obviously more slippery and i'm always kind of impressed by how subtle yes. you know, those kind of things yeah uh, and then really kind of the other thing that jumped out at me like was we'd, we'd be we'd head into a, a little town or outpost to try and do something and one of us would we'd be trying to ghost it but one of us would inevitably alert somebody and then but you so you just you'd shoot okay then you have a firefight you shoot it shoot it out and then that's kind of it. There are you no leave. There are no repercussions in the rest of it's sort of like, well, there was that little contained thing and now that's over and you kind of yeah. get the reason. Well, it just yeah. it, I guess the, what I'm trying to say is it just didn't feel like there were very many consequences. Yeah, the world isn't the impacted by it, anything you Yes. Yeah. Ah, uh, but to that point, uh so to start with, you just kind of Talk to each other. Someone selects a mission. You all try and get to that mission. Half of you don't even make it to the mission location because it's so damn hard to navigate. But the missions themselves are, are fine. Um, they are really disconnected. It it feels like there's not a lot driving you. But I do have to say that uh, the combat mechanics themselves are actually really solid. Yeah. Um, shooting is really really satisfying. And, Blowing up a helicopter right. is really And I love satisfying. the idea of syncing up the shots and like you know yeah. the four of you taking out four mm-hmm. guys in a in a area one yeah. time. I mean that's that's awesome. That's that's where the gameplay is giants. good. Yes. I feel like the setting and what's supposed to drive you is not there. But there is I don't know how this happened exactly, but we kinda had a GTA style invasion. We had people chasing us constantly with almost a star rating system. So mm. they brought in one helicopter and then they brought in two helicopters and then we were just being surrounded by every single angle where it just kept getting hotter and hotter as we were shooting these guys who I think on the map came up as purple. Uh, but to the extent where we just had no chance to survive. It just, mm. everywhere that we would go, we would spawn, they would be there. We they were just AI, couldn't, they weren't other players. They were AI, correct. Yeah. Um, like cops in GTA. Sure. Uh, but we just mm. couldn't fight back at all. And I think they were a consequence of us doing enough bad stuff stuff i think but okay. i'm really unclear on that so yeah again i only played for a couple hours the Same. one night because the beta the closed beta was only one weekend so there there are parts of it i very much like but 
you know, I I very much have concerns based on yeah. that weekend, and it's again, which so I'm I'm trying to be as even handed here as possible, but it's just that part of it alone is like, oh, I love this series. I don't I don't want to have concerns. I yeah. want to love, and I will say I appreciate Ubisoft taking the series and, and trying something new with it while still trying to keep the essence of it of you know have it be because to me the essence of Ghost Recon is. One shot, one kill in huge outdoor spaces. Because if you go all the way back to when Ghost Recon was a spinoff of Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six was the indoor uh, one shot, one kill game, and Ghost Recon just took it outside. Mm -hmm. But And if you look now, Ghost Recon Wildlands and Rainbow Six Siege, they've gone in completely different, yeah, just unique directions, yeah. not good or bad. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege is super fun. So I like that they've they've found their own identities, but I just I hope that the execution can meet up with the potential of the idea I of, think that, of Wildlands, which I'm not just quite seeing yet after this beta. I think it has a little bit of Far Cry in it as well, mm-hmm. um, is totally something that they've drawn inspiration from. No doubt. That could be, I, I mean, it's not that I feel like the game doesn't know what it is. I just feel like what it has uh, from what I played, obviously it could even be different now. We could have been playing a small chunk intentionally, just did not have any motivation for me to continue playing. Like I just... I was really disappointed in it, yeah. um, and I'm really surprised it hasn't been delayed because it didn't perform very well either. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know who this game is for exactly. But what do you mean it didn't per- didn't perform? Uh, as very in well. there were glitches and performance problems. Oh, I like, see. What you mean. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. Yeah, um, yeah, not like critically or anything. Yeah, I'm like, what? What are you talking actually about? Haven't read previews. It would be interesting to see because I, I worry that maybe what I played, uh, I was just in there and I didn't get a tutorial or anything, and maybe there were things that I missed, so it seemed really disconnected, and I don't have context or something, but. Yeah, I, it wasn't wasn't great. I feel like it's also like how we talked about Halo Wars was the last week or two years or two weeks ago about how it's not on anyone's mind. Yeah, and that's the thing. If like we just mentioned, like that's was like, is it coming out in May? It's like, no, man, that's coming out in less than a month. Uh, that was me, and that's not one of the what? It was me that said that? No, he said May. That was absolutely me. What? Now they're the same I, person. I wasn't on last week. No, this week. Yeah, you, I thought, said, you thought Ghost Recon was coming out in May? Yeah, maybe. I could have sworn I, I said no. That, that was one hundred percent him, dude. <laughs> Apparently we are all over. We're just all. It's one. It's one hive mind. No one one is giving this game the the mindset that they are giving the aforementioned games and hardware launch. Dude, I'm not even thinking about this as much as South Park. Yeah, like I don't even know one when that's coming out. But I want that more than I want. No one knows when South Park's coming out. It was delayed till the fiscal year. So it could be out in April or it could be out in next March. You know, there's a lot. Is of that ga- what they said? Yeah, just oh. fiscal year. We're, we're expected that. to play a lot of games, and if it's going to come down to Ghost Recon or Mass Effect, it's like sorry, like Mass Effect gets gets my my mind space, my mind share yeah. for that the month of March. And Zelda and Horizon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, and that's what a lot of gamers are going to do. They can only spend their money on one product, and if your preview and your open beta is already kind of getting uh, feedback, that's not a good thing. I want to be clear about one thing, though, too, and that's just to, I, I hope our, this discussion is coming across to people as, as even-handed as possible mm-hmm. based on our limited experience, yeah. but speaking personally, uh, I would 10 times out of 10 prefer the Ubisoft method of, if it turns out that this, that the execution of Wildlands doesn't quite match up to the idea of it, I will take that 10 out of 10 times uh, as far as the the uh, the goal there of then the Call of Duty formula of, well, we're just going to give you the same thing every year. Oh, I yeah. totally agree. Like, so I, yeah. I appreciate Ubisoft the, being willing to 
to roll the dice on yeah. something a bit and be like, well, we have this Ghost Recon franchise and it's been pretty successful. What if we totally threw a curveball with it and sort of melded it with Far Cry and see what happens? And the division kind of. That's what a little bit. Did, really. So I, I love that and I appreciate that. And I, I any sort of concerns or criticism I have of the little closed beta chunk I played is because I love the series so much and want it to be sure. as good as it can be. Yeah. I can appreciate that, Ryan. One concern I do have about Ubisoft, it it's that all their games are starting to feel samey because they're using a lot of the same yeah, mechanics from their other studios. Like you that's, see Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, and now you see Watch Far Dogs. Cry and Ghost Recon. And it's kind of like, I feel like I just played this because they're using those same mechanics across the board. Well, I think and they, they might run into that sameness feel uh, for people that play all their products. Yeah, I think they tried to change that with Watch Dogs 2. Like, would you agree with that? I feel like that was uh, that different felt than one. different to yeah. other Assassin's or you know, Ubisoft games. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't super agree with that, actually. Yeah. 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 Rainbow Six Siege is very different than anything That's else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For Honor, is which is different. out yeah. this week, is extremely oh, yes. different yeah. than yeah. anything else. Good Obviously, point. they have South Park in the oven, which yeah. is completely it's UB, different. It's UB art games. So, uh, right. those, those three, you're right. Those are unique. The uh, open world ones. Uh, I mean, even the crew felt like you're like mechanically doing the same things that you do in Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. or. Was it Polygon that did that Ubisoft game review? Oh, yeah. Or is it a very generic? <laughs> so oh there's goodness. their Ubisoft game review. Uh, if you Google it, you'll probably be able to find it. It's really funny. It's just like, this is a Ubisoft game. Uh, there are main characters who are kind of void of personality. Uh, you have a mini-map that you can expand <laughs> by getting to watchtowers. Like, it's just like lists all of the stuff that they always do exactly yeah. the same. It's great. And, uh, yeah, I hope they... It's great that they can reuse assets. But, I mean, things have to be distinct. So hopefully they don't fall into that trap it's, of... I making think it's everything distinct. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's, there's also I think technology is part of the issue with that because that for in the '90s, well, no, the 2000s, that was sort of a thing for a while. Like a lot of Unreal Engine first-person shooters or Doom, en- uh, pardon me, Quake Engine first-person shooters had a little bit of that too. Or like the the palettes were a little look out, a little too samey. Were a little too samey in the the feel because you know the, when the underlying tech is similar, which Ubisoft does share yeah. technology because it's. A million times cheaper to do that oh, than yeah. to develop new tech for every single game you do. So that it's a it's part of the it's 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 got to be a huge challenge on the design yeah. side I mean, of video gaming. It's less tech and more of just it's such a familiar gameplay loop. Yeah, I mean that's um, fair too. True. Yeah, it feels like if I could generically describe a gameplay loop, and you wouldn't be able to tell if I was talking about AC or Far Cry right. or The Crew or yeah. this or Watch Dogs. Well, maybe The Crew. <laughs> no, honestly, you go from you. you I drove you, there. Yeah, you but you go to one point and you again you find the tower and you it drive unlocks up it. little yeah. nodes. You do <laughs> side quests on the man. way to your main quest. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty brutal. Well, I do uh, now want to talk about something that that is definitely different. Just Dance Twenty Seventeen nailed it as oh. usual. Oh, that you. is different. And that is uh, Halo Wars 2. If, uh, if apologies in advance to any of you who may have missed my tweet. We decided to hold the show for, and a lot of people are like, it's Wednesday, I need to show for my my commute home or my this or that. I always hear from people who are hungry to get it, and we held it. Could talk about. We held the show for the Halo Wars 2 review embargo. Uh, now, as I said, I was at the top of the show. I was sick over the weekend, and the one silver lining in that was. I was sequestered from my family, so I didn't get them sick. So I sat on my couch. The silver lining? And I played. <laughs> you have to let him finish. Let me finish. You have to play a game. Yeah, I got to. Normally, I don't get a lot of gaming time on the weekends until everybody else goes to bed. But I got to just sit there and blast mm-hmm. through Halo Wars 2 uh, in two days. 
it took me about it's about 12 hours for me 12 13 or so wow that's pretty solid yeah it was a totally media campaign now i i you could absolutely do it quicker i know there are going to be people that play it and go god you're slow i did it in eight or something but the way i played it the same time i played it the same way i play halo wars one which is because uh, i'm not a strategy game veteran like i've I loved Halo Wars 1 and played a couple of the other ones that were on 360, but I don't really I don't play them on PC at all. I'm not generally a fan of the real-time strategy genre. So, but on in Halo Wars, I I will take, you know, when they kind of give me a moment to breathe, you know, and my next objective is out there, I will build up and completely maximize my army to the fullest extent <laughs> and then just send Send the force, the my my entire force out to just overwhelm whatever yeah. the next target is, and so it. I'll spend twenty, thirty minutes mm-hmm. maximizing my army before going and, and steamrolling. Steam yeah, totally legitimate strategy. It feels good when you do that. When you just send this massive collection uh, over from the overhead view, you've got like four scorpion tanks and some hornets in the air yeah. and then a you know a couple of Spartans down there and a bunch of ground troops and it's you just That's like, how yeah. I played StarCraft. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I guess that's, that's why that's, I die in StarCraft. Oh yeah. Yeah. I get so that's well, so they that, can build faster than I think that's exactly. yeah. turtling is that what that's what they call that in the RTS oh, race, right? Where you're just taking games. your sweet time. I call that something else. <laughs> but anyway. Carry on. Uh, thank you. Yeah. But anyway, so I just want to say, yeah, that uh, I really enjoyed Halo Wars too, and I, you know, we've we've been talking about it on this show lately because, you know, we've expressed concern that man, nobody's talking about this game. Nobody seems to realize it's coming out. And their marketing started. And then they did. They, <laughs> and I have to say, uh, it's good. I, I think it's been on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the launch trailer, which was exactly what you'd called for, Destin. <laughs> all Where the, the blur? All the blur cinematics <laughs> yeah. cut together in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got that, and then we got these two live action that are fun. fun and I, I clicked on them. I was like, "This is going to be real bad." And then it's like, "Nope, those were really funny, mm-hmm. really well know done." The budget of those, they seem super expensive. You think so? Well, it's like yeah. a Muppet, so yeah, that it's, alone it's a, is pricey. Well, I suppose. So. I mean, and then someone the has set. to build that. That's got to be a couple of thousand dollars at least. Yeah. And like, then they had a plane yeah. set, which they probably yeah. reused from one of the studios. So yeah. maybe yeah. not as pricey as you might think. Who knows? But Still in pricey. any case, it's good though. They're yeah. very good. If you haven't seen them, totally check them out. I, you know, I have. I want to caveat by saying I haven't played a shred of multiplayer, and I haven't played the game on PC. I've only played. I completed the campaign on Xbox cool. One with a gamepad, which I suspect is probably how most of our audience would one play or the one game S. anyway. Hmm? One or one S. Just my regular Xbox cool. One. I, I I can't afford an S. <laughs> no, I just I have an I have an Xbox. cheaper than the one. Well, they are now. No, it's just like I'm. No, I was genuinely curious because no, yeah, you said it's a fine experience and you're playing on the the base platform basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. I mean, the frame rate's fine. It's not great. It's it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this is a, this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, and I don't mean it that way. The story clowns the narrative disaster that is Halo Five. Uh, it's oh the, really? Yeah, I mean the the of course Blur did the simple. I mean Blur did the cinematics in Halo Five. They're just it's just a bad story in Halo yeah. Five. Uh, it's a it's an interesting story. Um, it I I was interested in the characters. Atriox okay. is a cool bad guy, or at least is enough of a. They establish him really well as a threat in in the beginning of the game. And yeah, I just there were, there's a nice mix of missions. Some of that are timed, where you, you are under the gun of of the clock, and some of them, you know, you you can kind of play it a little more freeform. 
And I, I feel like I liked it about as well as I liked the original Halo Wars, which I mean is a compliment. I, mean, I gave the first game a, a high score back at OXM, uh, and, and I mean it as sort of a, an extra compliment in the sense that it's a different developer. So the fact that they were able to sort of retain that same feel and quality of ensemble. Of, from ensemble, exactly. So it's a it's a hat you, tip to creative assembly. Like you couldn't tell it's a different developer. I don't think so. Yeah. No, off the not it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know. It's funny as we're recording this. I don't know what Dan Stapleton, our reviewer, is giving it because he's. Oh, weird, I was out sick, and he's out today. I think he's working from home on the reviewer. He's reviewing so. and skiing. So I <laughs> I have no idea what he'll give it because he's and he's of course playing the whole game. I just mm-hmm. played the campaign, but um, over if, the course of twelve hours. Uh, because that's a pretty long campaign for yeah, FTS. Yeah, it's solid. Um, did it get repetitive? Uh, well, you know, I I wasn't bored, and I and I did the I did it in effectively two sittings. I probably did about I did actually did about two thirds of it on Friday mm-hmm. uh, or Friday. No, sorry, Saturday, and then came back and finished it up like in a couple more hours on on Sunday morning mm-hmm. after I woke back up and was still still under the weather. So. Um, I there were, the hardest mission for me was the second to last mission. I won't spoil why, but man, that that one was a challenge. And Does it make you uh, drive through exploding caves on a time up. <laughs> no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> Guess you'll have to find out. But well, it was just all the cold shout medicine. out to Halo One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess the, the the bottom line for me is I really enjoyed Halo Wars Two. I, I, shout out to Creative Assembly for for doing an excellent job on it. And I would say. That, if you're a Halo fan, because I if that that's like oh I don't like strategy games, I would say give it a shot. I mean I, I don't necessarily I wouldn't say spend sixty dollars. You know if there's hopefully there's gonna they're gonna do a trial because Microsoft's been fairly good about that. Not like right at launch, but in the month or two after. You know when the when the sort of hype has diminished, they mm-hmm. try to give it a give it a, a kickstart by. Uh, by putting a trial out there like they did with Sunset Overdrive back in the day and Dead Rising 4 mo- yeah. more recently. But it's, it is worth a try because, again, I don't put, normally care for strategy games. But with Halo, you're already invested in the universe and you already intrinsically know what all the units do. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the learning curve is yeah. a lot less because you just go right in and, well, of course I want to – upgrade my base to level three so i can get a scorpion tank because i know what that scorpion yeah, tank is going to yeah. do yeah so yeah it, it is it's something different which you know we complain about as gamers all the time like oh this franchise is just the same thing over and over again well halo's got this spin-off series now uh you get to play as the covenant not in the campaign Ryan, yeah. what if it does really well and we get more of these. That would be freaking th- awesome. I think that would be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, that I, would be great. So I'm really hopeful for like like if you say the story is as good as it is. I, I'm not, I, I, let me – I'll just clarify real you quick. You enjoyed it. That's enjoyed more it. than it's, you can say about not, Halo 5. I'm in. It's not <laughs> the best Halo story ever, but it's – and you know, I was saying it's better than 5, which isn't saying much. But yeah, yeah it's a solid it's – a, it's that it was an engaging story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's enough for me to play it. I love the Halo universe. I want to know more about that universe. And if this is compelling enough that you're saying don't sleep on it, then uh, I want to check it out. Yeah. It's the furthest point in the Halo story. Yes, it said, I think, something like, what did I read? But they're, like, it's, really detached, right? Uh, Yeah, like, I mean, the game starts... This isn't really a spoiler at all. You, you, you're, uh, it's, it's the Spirit of Fire ship from the first game, and it comes back online for reasons. 
And yeah, you're you're you are way the hell out from everywhere else. And I think it's something like they don't actually explicitly say in the game, but I've read in the you know run up to launch. I think it's something like several months after the end of Halo Five. Yeah, I think I think that was one of their things, even at E three, that they talked about that like this will be the you know move the goalposts yeah. the furthest in terms of cool. it, what's cool is you. They're, uh, because these are effectively it's it's everybody on the ship. It's uh, it's the first game which was set. Crap, I don't remember what. It was. <laughs> but I think the first game was set in like the Halo One era yes. because the your Spartans in this game mm-hmm. are are uh, Mark Five. They're they're Spartan Twos wearing Halo One armor. Oh. Huh. So like- it's cool to see them <laughs> yeah. back in action, and you know it's it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's nice. It's That's refreshing. Cool. <laughs> So yeah, everybody give it a look. I mean, it's you say you want variety, you want something new with your franchise, and this is a really solid campaign. So I give it, I give it uh, at least one, perhaps even two thumbs up. Oh, no, it's good. It's really, it's oh, very so solid. I really enjoyed it. When you're making Spartans on the map, do you send a bunch of soldiers in as kids, and then like half of them come out deformed, and half of them die, and like 12, 12 Spartans come out, <laughs> just like in the books? <laughs> That's a little that's that's a little too real time strategy right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's uh you'll just have to play for yourself, Destin, to see if All right, you've made thirty soldiers. Send them in. That's the here's prologue three, mission. Here's three Spartans. <laughs> here's the three that made it. <laughs> yeah. That survived the horrific augmentation <laughs> process. Are there any hints at the spinoff I've wanted Gears Wars? Oh my god. That's not bad, actually. If I told I'd play you. the hell out of that. We've talked about that before. Yeah, Gears, Gears would also Gears lend Wars. itself real well. All you gotta do yeah. is take the of away, and then you got Gears Wars. Yeah, no, we figured that. that. Gears we got that. Wars, because it's like Halo yeah, Wars Coalition. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Thank you. War of Gears. Swish. Gears Wars colon War of Gears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we complain about bad video game names every week? Yeah, that game, that game rules. That's right. <laughs> we know what to do. Here. Oh, we got some chromy ones later. Uh, All right. I already spoiled it. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. There's not a ton else to talk about other than uh, if you <laughs> manage to procure E3 tickets for yourself, yeah. uh, they went on sale earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Keep a lookout for us. We will be in the halls and. We're going to see if we can figure out some sort of official or unofficial way to to get together with all of you yeah. guys. Well, it's easy, that because we have a booth, right? Yes, that is a so central... Theory, we have a meeting point. That is that is. No, true. we're also thinking of doing like an event. We're gonna, oh, that would like probably be better because like, a lot of us are going to be busy. We might have to run to an interview if we're, we're at the busy. booth, you know, stuff That's true. like that. You don't get or, to like, stay the floor. If I'm lugging around gear and somebody wants to talk, to us, hey, come to the meetup tonight. No, we had some Sorry, cool ideas for right stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We're working on it. So, yeah, do uh, do let us know if you're on your way to E3, and hopefully we will see you there. Yeah, also, Monty and I will be at uh, PAX East. Uh, what is that? The, the 10th 9th to the, to the 12th? We fly at the ninth. I think Pax East is tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Yeah, so we'll be there. We're both on panels. Uh, yeah. We'll share stuff on social media. Yeah, we have two IGN panels. Fun. We'll yeah. probably do an impromptu meeting. We'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, so just uh, stay tuned for stuff about that. But we definitely want to meet some. Mm-hmm. Have fun, you too. Outstanding. Thanks. Let's move on to the news, Destin Legare. Yeah, your news oh. of the year, Destiny Talk Two to this year. <laughs> I'm Confirm. the only one who cares. I can <laughs> hear that. Yeah. No, I I mean this. I'll tell you as a as a I don't want to call myself a lapsed Destiny fan, yeah. but isn't everyone except Destin? Come on, uh, there's millions of people that still play that game all the time. But I am somebody who I care about story. Mm-hmm. I've played through what the first game called a story, and and then I walked away and never came back to yeah. it. So if you know Destiny Two to me represents 
a chance to jump back in and and as something of a fresh start and to see see where it goes so so they i mean what they said on the call basically is yes destiny 2 is going to focus on story they are going to try and music uh, to my ears improve that because they know they misstep there and uh luke smith is at the helm of destiny 2 basically and the raid guy Pardon? The raid guy. He yeah. le- he led raids the best part of the first game. Yes, I believe so. And uh, he's you were there. We know so. <laughs> he did. So- I, I came to first. <laughs> the one thing I know about Destiny is the IGN first we did, That's and right. Luke, Luke Smith was lead on the raid. Well, Luke, uh, he used to be a journalist, right? Yes, yeah. he's worked for one up. That's yeah, right. And he transitioned onto the Halo games, and now he works on the Destiny games, and. Uh, he really, really cares about the product, and I, I have a lot of faith in what he's going to be able to do with a, a team that he's on. Luke is what our careers could become if we had talent or <laughs> – Oh, <Okay>. dang. Or, uh, <laughs> no, if – like that's something that I thought even when I was playing the first game because I put a ton of time into launch Destiny, into vanilla mm-hmm. Destiny. I yep. didn't jump back in when the Taken King came out. I thought yeah, about yeah, I it, but I didn't. I played hours of that game, and I kept thinking if it were the way that the raids were, if all of the missions were more like the raids, yeah. I would love that game so much. So but this is music to my ears. I yeah, so. mm-hmm. totally going to focus on campaign. Uh, they are going to make it accessible to like lapsed players and uh, people who really enjoyed the first game. There is going to be stuff there for them to love. They've said, I mean, sure. they're saying like everything you want to hear. Basically, we'll see if it happens in execution because I know a lot of gamers out there feel very burned by the first game. I see it in the comments. This game has a story people still play this game i'm never going to trust bungie again that's a lot of what people are spewing and, and that's unfair comments. because even from everything that trusted sources such yeah. as yourself who do still play the game tell me taken king's great and the the add-on content since has really made a lot of excellent steps towards improving yeah. the overall uh quality of the game both narratively and otherwise but people yeah. are angry about everything so yeah, yeah. well it's, people are still upset i've always said that this is a big opportunity for bungie to come out eat a little bit of cr- hey you know we had some shortcomings with the first one uh, we want to win back your trust and you think we do will- that by making something fantastic which is why they've been silent about it they're like you know what the, the That's proof the way to do is it. when we do it. That's right. So he, yeah. we're going to do and it. And their marketing yeah. campaign hurt them too. I think uh, before Destiny launched, they promised some things that didn't really get delivered on, which totally the, hurt them as well. That leak that happened has been haunting them. And people yeah. are like, we want a roadmap. It's like, that typically doesn't happen. That was a leak that was never supposed to go out to the public. It was basically a roadmap for the entire life of the first game. Yeah. And people kind of expected that. Yeah. And they also have an unprecedented level, precedented level of communication with their community. Uh, oh yeah, the blog. The, the blog. Yeah. Every week, there's an update. Yeah. Here's what we're doing with the patch. What do you guys think? We're listening. Yeah. So people are extra vocal about that. Yeah. Product. So I wanted to ask what you think will happen with uh, your existing characters in Destiny Two. Well, they did say that there is going to be some something in the sequel for players who played tons and tons of hours. They're not going to be like disappointed. Uh, there have been rumors that your character is just going to go away. Uh, we don't really know how they're going to implement the the character carryover features because for me. I kind of am open to a clean slate, like mm. just starting fresh. But at the same time, it's like, man, I have every exotic in the game and they're just gone now. Yeah, like, it's so hard for new players if you have all that gear and they don't. But my question is, um, yeah, what, what do you guys think that they will do about that? No idea. You don't have any clue? Uh, so the PR actually told us that your character will carry over to the sequel at one point a long time ago. And then changed. all these Haven't they kind of backed away from that a little bit? I, I think, maybe not publicly or I, not uh, rather um, officially, right? Or is that just rumor that that, that the the whole that might be a clean slate? That was an official statement. It was okay. from PR that we ran a story on. Um, 
they've since not said that as much. And I wonder okay. if they're like, you know what? That quote shoehorns us into one type of game that we're allowed to make. And maybe we don't want to do that. Anymore. Right. I, I have an idea. The Bungie could have. Is that everyone Everyone starts Destiny, you build a new character, but if you have an old character, that character becomes your pet. It was a dumb joke. It wasn't a dumb joke. Like, I could or, tell just by that you had a little smile on your or face. Or it could be set way later and it's your ghost. Think about that. I don't think the lore would work wizards came from the moon. Because you can't He's really joking, die. Destin. You're, Oh, okay. <laughs> I felt like the idea, like, that, you have, that, actually like the idea that you have this like sexy yeah. shot of yeah. Destiny yeah. One character. Yeah. A I don't think the law would work. Gag. You're right; a it wouldn't. <laughs> oh no! I would totally play Destiny. No, I'm interested to see what they're going to do, and I. No. Like I'm I sure. said, I didn't pick up the Taken King. I'm going to play Destiny too. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going to do. Like, there's no way they don't do something cool for people like you and Finnegan and Fran who've put so much time into Destiny One. Like, yeah, it might no be aesthetic. Happen. Like yeah. maybe that you know, if you had a certain amount of light levels in the first game, that you have like all of these aesthetic options automatically yeah. unlocked. Like, I really like that kind yeah. of stuff. So that would be cool. Too. Yeah. yeah, like emblems or shaders, sure. yeah. Yeah. some sort of thing that like, or someone knows that you've like done all this stuff in destiny one by by just looking at you there might have been a leak also there was these uh, there were mega block toys that came out and they were for cabal uh who are the mars the mars aliens basically that you fight in the game and uh there was some writing on the back of the box that was basically like your guardian defends the city from the cabal who are invading um and that does not happen in the first game, anything like it. And it's like Lord – I think they say Lord Shax – pardon me. I don't have my notes or anything near me. But I think they say Lord Shax runs in with a sword to defend the city and it's a new weapon that we haven't heard mm, about. That's cool. And that was all in the back of the box. All that stuff was pulled down. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that was unintentional. Probably unintentional. Yeah. Stuff but, happens. Uh, it's classic mega block. But that could be the opening to Destiny be- 2 and it would be really exciting to see the city which we never actually see in the game. It's reference, and, right? Uh, yeah, in, reference. in my recollection, Mars for again, just purely the playing yeah. the, the campaign, Mars was easily the most interesting place uh, gameplay-wise. Well, that's the, the, that, that's the, the place where you get the sword, right? Is that on Mars? So swords weren't introduced until later as an actual weapon you can have. Well, there's just heavy. one, one single mission where you could get like a sword or something. That was the moon. There's, that was on the there moon. There was a mission on the moon. I don't just recall one. if there was one in Mars in the core vanilla campaign. Mm. All right. So prediction time. Stretching uh, the brain muscles. I think you know the, <laughs> Destiny has has had a the, the marketing arrangement with Sony. I think they'll debut it on Sony's stage at E3 this year with a release date of. I think they'll stick September. to September. I mean, be, if for no other reason, yes, there's a history there with Destiny in, in September, Destiny releases. But when it's Activision involved and Activision has Call of Duty in November, yeah. there's why would, you, why would you do what EA did last year and have your two games in the exact same genre out so close? I got to figure they're so, going to aim for Destiny 2 September, Call of Duty early November. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'll wait. Uh, to elaborate on the next story, but they were not happy with how Call of Duty performed this year. Well, take take us there, Des. Well, can I just uh, yeah. jump one other thing in? We got an exclusive, actually, we announced this morning at 9 a.m., which for you guys will be two days ago at 9 a.m. Uh, <laughs> McFarlane Toys are making a oh, line yeah. of Destiny action figures. 
making guardians specifically all we got was one image with three guardians so we don't know exactly what it is but um they're coming this year they should be out kind of soon and hopefully we'll get to check them out at toy fair but they're 20 bucks right Alana? yeah they are they're really really pre-order all of them though they're also articulate so i mean they are action figures which is that's really cheap and mcfarlane have been making awesome stuff and really good collector's lines for uh action figures so it's a titan with vault of glass gear for destiny nerds it is a warlock with uh the oryx gear the oryx raid yeah, and then I can't remember what the other one was. It's, all, it's a hunter with Iron Banner gear, the Iron Banner year three gear. Yeah, it was definitely a hunter, but three people know like, what I'm talking Yeah, about. and one of them is the producer of the show right now. <laughs> John's like, you got it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm the one who organized the toy exclusive, and I'm still like, I, they had the Destiny toy. I didn't know that was exclusive. Us. Yeah, awesome. we announced that. I was, yeah, I was really proud of that when one. I saw nice. that today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Call of Duty this year did not quite fare as well as Activision had expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they were not happy and uh, they were talking about taking the series back to its roots. Uh, I'd listened to the, to the actual earnings call and they were, they were struggling with how to control this messaging. It seemed. And they're like, Hey, like, this did not connect with fans and uh, it doesn't resonate with them. They were using words like that. And it's kind of like, ooh, they are like, I'm getting the vibe that they were really unhappy with how Call of Duty performed this year. And that sucks because critically, it was acclaimed quite well. Yeah, it was still the best selling game of the year. Yeah. True. But for uh, them, I, it wasn't good enough. Well, yeah, I think also there is like a, a competitive nature with EA and Battlefield and the fact that Battlefield came out and. I feel like people were so surprised by how good it was and people were talking about the narrative and people yep. were so excited about all the preview coverage leading up to it and the trailers and everything. And I feel like regardless of how Call of Duty performed, they looked at that and were like, we don't want that. Like, we want to have the limelight on us. Yeah, it's a community issue, not sure. necessarily a sales, sales performance issue. issue. Yeah, yeah. They've struggled against Battlefield when paired head-to-head for a long time. We did the IGN versus with some of the editors here at IGN. And uh, people overwhelmingly voted for Battlefield. Well, but that's, again... They, they have a strong community, that, is all I'm saying about that data. They do, but... Yeah. Uh, still sell better every time. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Call of Duty is still outselling it by a, by a pretty clear margin. So, yeah, within the that, vocal hardcore gaming community, yes, Battlefield is is certainly very well represented. Well, and Call of Duty is that thing, is, is there's that... Uh, uh, subsect of people online who just want to hate whatever's on top. It's the popular kid. Yeah. People are always going to hate it. And I've said this on Beyond, but people will still buy it anyway. The people who complain about Call of Duty and complained and, and disliked that trailer still bought the game. So I remember just grandstanding online. Yeah. yeah, I remember there was like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare 2 and there was a lot of outcry for that. And uh, there were a lot of threads like there because there was this huge boycott. And then there were the boycotters who had – there was literally a – Oh, modern, modern Warfare 2. It was the, Modern Warfare 2. The, the P, you're thinking about the PC-dedicated servers thing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was a boycotters group on Steam, and then when it launched, the whole group was playing the game. Yeah. The people who said they wouldn't purchase it. And the problem is when you guys really don't like something, you, you have to stick your guns and not support it, not buy it. Um, so – well, I mean, the the positive side of this is that uh, Activision did listen to people beyond just their sales. And I think mm-hmm. that's to their credit as well, that they seemed really unhappy with the way the community yeah, reacted. The and they acknowledged that they made a mistake and that they need to fix I'm it. I'm also super burnt out on near future sci-fi. And I love the idea of them going back to World War One or World well, War Two. And that's what I wanted to get at was that the quote that they used on there on this call was back to its roots. So what, does, what was Call of Duty 1 then? World War II. World War II. So th- yeah. that's the thing. Do you guys think that means 
World War II era, or that that could corporate speak that could modern easily warfare. mean just present day, mo- you know, because modern warfare is certainly where the series went yeah. from big selling series to ultra juggernaut. That's not a root. That's a tree trunk. Well, that's true, but I mean... Corporate speak, Marty. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, gotta hang with me on that's this not how one. the word root I works. Know. I know. I don't feel like Face it's too much of a stretch to say that they're going back to Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which was the one that really kicked it off. Like, it, that is, to me, what I associate uh, Call of Duty's success with the most. So See? Yeah. It makes sense. It's not what a root is. <laughs> correct. It is not a root. Um, I, don't, I don't think they're going to straight up copy things, really. Battlefield, Marty. To Well, no one's copying anyone. This game has been in, this development, game's been in development for years. Yeah. Oh, whatever the next one. Call of Duty 2017 yeah. was in development in Two years ago. That's, yeah, a good, yeah. that's a really good point yeah. because they're doing the one company, the other company. So yeah. They're doing a three-company three cycle. This yeah. is Sledgehammer. Three-year dev cycles, okay. three teams. Yeah, which I always forget which one we're on, but you guys are always on point right. with yes. it. It's, uh, <laughs> like, who are we on this year? Sledgehammer? Sledgehammer's turn this year. Yeah. Makers of Advanced Warfare, Warfare, which okay. was the Kevin Spacey game. Oh, wow. Well. Which, uh, which I very – actually, that was the ca- campaign I enjoyed the most of the last n- – <laughs> Quite a few Call of Duty. I, I I played the whole campaign and it was fun. I enjoyed Call, it. Call of Duty typically does not have poor campaigns, in my experience. I, like, it does to me. Uh, you know what, what I hope we go, get? You don't like Ghost, Ghost right? Two. Ghost was awful. <laughs> yeah. Black Ops Three was a series of meaningless vignettes. Okay. Uh, That's War Ryan. Let me caveat that by saying I don't play Call of Thanks, Duty. Marty. Oh, okay. uh, what was before Modern Warfare Three? Not good. Okay, I'm wrong. Um, I like I Infinite, I like Infinite Warfare's campaign. I didn't finish it. I got. I didn't dislike that, it, but it yeah, didn't no. hook me enough to to get me through it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so. like it. It was my least favorite of the shooter campaigns last. Black. Uh, yeah, I said Black Ops Three. I don't know what. I don't know what else has been before that. Okay, I, I don't. I think guess uh, I'm wrong, but <laughs> you're not wrong. It's just your opinion versus my opinion. I I'll be honest. Play, I haven't <laughs> played Call of Duty. I played Ghosts. I didn't think Ghosts was trash. It was. I didn't think it was great. Definitely. Well, there you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fact. Yeah. You can't. Okay. Pu- no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm not going <laughs> to defend a game I don't play. I was just like, you know, the campaign doesn't seem that bad. Typically, I just, just want to go back to World War II. That seemed like a cool time, and I feel like it's just—it's very topical right now. Did anybody play the new one? Yeah, the new Call of Duty. Yeah, Infinite Warfare. I yes. said I liked it. Yeah, and it was good. But again, Solid. it was my least favorite of the shooter campaigns last fall. I liked Battlefield One and Gears and Titanfall Two. Yeah, yeah. But it was still good. It was a, just a good year for shooter campaigns, mm. Brent. Okay, so uh, World War Two or Modern Warfare? What do you think? World War Two. I just really hope it's World War Two. Alana. Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Death. Modern Warfare. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll make it a split. I'm gonna yeah. say World I, War Two as well. I, I'm just saying that because it would be too close to what Battlefield's doing. That's the only reason I think. I, mean, it's fair. I don't think they cared about that. Yeah, that much, I, I, I I agree with Alana there. I don't Battlefield think, One. You don't think people care? R- remember? No, no. I don't think Activision care what Battlefield is doing. Activision and I and I don't okay. say this in a in a like mean spirited way. This is just like reams of of history tell us Activision literally only cares about profits yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that like i'm not criticizing them like but they have shown time and again that it's just like that's all that matters to them they have cut they have dropped games that would have sold well but and look good but were not game that they weren't going to sell enough by the Mm -hmm. blockbuster standard things Mm -hmm. like sleeping dog yeah i mean they're just that they are a like they're a cutthroat you know profit base i mean they're all they have call all there to make money, of course, but Activision's just doesn't even. Yeah, they're not even shy about it. Also, so it's, it's core. They comp- don't care if they're also in World War II. And, and I mean, it's, yeah. it's core competition this fall isn't Battlefield. It's Battlefront. 
Yeah, which I guess sure. if they go to World War II, both are about fascist regimes. So. <laughs> uh, it was pretty cool during this conference call where they were talking about Destiny 2 and Call of Duty to see Destiny 2 up there in profits along with these, which means the franchise that I really enjoy probably isn't going anywhere anytime. Mm-hmm. Also, they do, they do have a three-game contract. Yeah. Vince, uh, Vince and Janito is going to owe me. I'm free. I think we made a stake. Because it's a, 2017. A no, because, because there is a Destiny a 2. 2. All it has to do is get announced. Wow. And Vince owes This fall, you're going to get a Destiny 2 burger. Good. You're going to get a Battlefield 2 or a Battlefront, Battlefront 2 burger. Yeah, I'm eating good. Oh, who did you? Who is the Battlefront Mitch. Mitch. Mitch? <laughs> yeah, the irony. Which makes it so the good. Delicious, <laughs> the literal delicious irony. Oh, oh man. Yes. Uh, I'm eating good so in the neighborhood funny. this year. Yeah. Oh, what an idiot. Uh, <laughs> Mitchy D. Mitch. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's move on. Uh, this seems like a Marty Sleva story. It is. Costume Quest Marty is yes. uh, debuted as an Xbox 360, uh, su- not some, just an Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. Wait, it was Summer of Arcade. No, I don't it was Halloween time. Fall of Arcade. Fall of Arcade in Australia. F- phrasing, Fall yeah. of Arcade. Yeah. It's, uh, well, that's what been, happened to the arcade? That's been the fall of the arcade has been this generation. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Costume Quest yeah. is, it continues on. It's turned into a... a Transmedia mm-hmm. IP for yeah. Double Fine now. Yeah, it's no, gonna, this is great though. Yeah, it's going to be uh, an Amazon original animated series from the same production team that was also just announced is making uh, a Netflix Castlevania animated series. Oh. So I don't know what the hell's happening, but that's cool. Wait, uh, yeah. it's called People Our Age what? Rule the Entertainment <laughs> yeah. Industry. Isn't like the same animators, not the same like creative team, but like okay. well, the same hey, literal yeah. animation house. That's all. I uh, care about. Costume Quest totally has the potential to be this cute because Costume Quest is sort of it takes a little bit from uh, it's a great pumpkin Charlie brown uh it takes you know double fine's sense of humor and it also has sort of just like i don't know the edge of like a smart take on 50s americana like earthbound has and and honestly previous uh tim schaefer games and the story's super cute like the kids are hilarious and i would probably let my daughter watch yeah totally and i love watch it with her yeah and like the the core conceit of the kids build these crappy halloween costumes and you have this awful like paper towel tube robot costume but when you go into battle you look like voltron so like it's so cool i haven't played costume quests does it there's one and two right there's one and two yeah and they're both uh, super they're short ish like uh, five to seven hour uh, RPGs that the mechanics are very much like 16 bit RPGs. Okay. So it's like simplistic turn based battles, but super charming, really good writing. Yeah. Uh, they take place around Halloween, which I I've love. wanted to play them for a really long yeah. time. But uh, even though I haven't, there's this one Bob's Burgers episode that always made me think of Costume yes. Quest, which is a Halloween episode where they have just really crappy costumes and they go to this island and there's like kind of frat walls yeah, there. Yeah. And like that's it's what totally I imagine. Like that. yeah, yeah, the tone is like that. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. So, and like this is such a good win for Double Fine, and I hope that they have a lot of creative control. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, I hope this means well, we get a Psychonauts TV show. Oh, oh. Don't. Oh, now I can't. Did I do un, it? I can't I unthink it? about that. Well, I made it. That's. Oh, now, happen. Well, now we have Gears Wars and yeah. Psychonauts, the animated series. We're just an idea house yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Too good. You're also what to do with your uh, Destiny 1 characters. Yeah. Make them pets? Was that it? Sex pets. Yes. Um, Whoa, what? Yeah, that's no. absolutely You missed that part? Was. I don't think that's in the law. Which is why party. it's particularly funny, because you said, I don't think that works in the law. <laughs> I didn't hear the sex part. Let me clarify. It was implied. I heard pets. No, it wasn't implied. It was straight up stated. <laughs> I uh, did it. you say it was a sex thing? Yeah. I mean, most things, my default, <laughs> unless I say pets, not in a sexual way. Well, you see, Marty, in the grimoire, ghosts can't possibly have sexual function. No, you don't know that? Yeah. Oh, dang. They're created by the Traveler and sent to find God. Yeah, what do you think the Traveler was doing? Why do you think he was traveling? 
Get some of that sweet sex. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe it's a basketball reference. This is a traveling, traveling violation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Turnover. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's. Yike. What else is left? Yike, yike. Uh, Bring us into the golden age. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Destiny. I'm still talking about Destiny. I yeah. know. We're gonna not do that anymore though. Uh, so Left for Dead Three or anything else from Valve that may or may not exist is unlikely to hit Xbox One anytime soon, and that is because. They are not fans of consoles over at Valve these days. Shocking. Speaking at a media roundtable event at uh, Valve's offices, Gabe Newell, of course, the head honcho, the self-made billion, well, Microsoft's Microsoft seated billionaire. Uh, I guess when you when you're one of the like single digit employees from uh, what, he was on the Excel, Excel team, team, right? Yeah, with Ed Freeze. Yeah. That's a good that's a good place to be. Yep. Uh, so anyway, Gabe Newell said, we get really frustrated working in walled gardens. So you try to talk to someone who's doing product planning on a console about free to play games and they say, oh, we're not sure free to play is a good idea. And you're like, the ship is left. So uh, <laughs> they were sort of, just, you know, again, as a round table sort of open session with Valve is like catch up. Yeah, they were asked about, hey, do you, you know, you guys, how do you guys feel about console development? And they are not fans of it these days, which, I mean, I don't blame them in the sense that they're Valve. They have a platform. They don't need to be on anyone else's platform. They People don't even will... need to make games. At I was about to say, but yeah. counterpoint, make a game. When you did that? Yeah. Any game. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> you just don't need to. It's yeah. like, it's, it's kind of a waste of resources for them yeah, at this point. Yeah, but counterpoint. Make a game. Portal 3, Portal Portal 3. 3 would be cool. They have st- at this point, I don't even care about Half Life Three. I just want Portal Three. Yeah, like, I'm those are both the same game. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. If you've gotten to the end of Half Life Two, Episode Two, yeah, you, you saw the ship in Portal yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone would disagree that there should be a Portal uh, Two. Oh. But I'm fine with there not being a new Left 4 Dead because every time, like when Left 4 Dead Two came out, it really fractured the Left 4 Dead One community and kind of hurt the PC crowd because people were on both games. They eventually ended up moving, I think, most, if not all, of the campaigns from Left 4 Dead 1 into Two, Left 4 Dead yeah. 2. Well, they learned from that, though. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. And then but, Left 4 Dead 3 just became Hats and Team Fortress. Right. And then they just never made a new game. No, Portal 3 became Why? a Dota hero. Oh, stop. Thanks. Well, that, that worries <laughs> me when that you say that, Alana, because you're totally right. And what if we just never get another Valve product? I absolutely would not be surprised if we don't get another Valve. Half-Life Episode 3 became a Steam summer sale. <laughs> It's just it's 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 a bad business move for them to even make games. Except there's one I hole them. I can I can punch in that, and that's VR. they have so much money. It doesn't matter if it's a bad business decision. They can write off a an eighty, ninety, one hundred million dollar development. But I don't think no, that means without they should blinking. do it. Like, but they so what's but their they're they're not staff, publicly or? owned. Pardon me, Destin? They have a game development staff, so like they're working on something. VR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's cool. Vibe. Portal 3 and VR. Yes. I'm I mean, sure that's what they're trying to do. Oh, for please, God, yeah. if you're up there. If you guys love vomiting, you're going to love Portal 3 and well, VR. Well, the Portal the, demo in. The demo is fantastic. Is yeah, but you're not using portals. Have that's you a played, good point. A portal <laughs> you're yeah, in a yeah. room. Yeah, you're right. Have you played the budget cuts demo? Yeah, on that work. Yeah. That's, a, you know, there are that's ideas from, there are portal-ish ideas in there, and it's that game's that demo's incredible. Yeah, it's I love it. The best VR game I've played. I agree completely. But um, yeah, it's it is still it's a shame. Game or no game, it is just a shame that that Valve is uh, renouncing consoles just because. I mean, uh, 
Orange Box was just such a great, not only creative collection, but it was it was just a great product on 360. It it ran well, Crazy looked value great, too. yeah, yeah, and the, the value, and then of course Portal Two was uh, that was that IG that was IGN's game IGN's of the year, 2011 right? game, right before yeah, it was, uh, which is so well earned. That mm-hmm. game's brilliant. So you know, Valve can change anytime and however they want, but for the time being, don't hold your breath for anything on uh, on the Xbox from Valve. Which is sad. Sad face emoji. Not surprising. Saying that, you jerk. Finally, I uh, just wanted to mention, I thought this was already a thing, but I guess it wasn't official till this week. Perception, which most of you are probably like, what's that? Bill Gardner is, he was the uh, des- campaign lead. No, wait, no. Just des- lead designer on Bioshock 1 and Infinite at Irrational. And he left uh, in sort of the, the big Irrational dispersion you know where most of them left or uh you know irrational became a a much smaller team and he started a new game called perception which is 100 percent a marty game Mm -hmm. also a ryan game yeah uh you play a a young blind woman who goes into a this house in i think it's like worcester massachusetts or how how do you say that worcester worcester i know massachusetts (laughs) i don't know even though i've bungled it oh they call it the old w Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're so it's like it's sort of your vision is that sort of almost sonar X ray sonar. Yeah, like, like the Daredevil. Like oh, the Daredevil. Yeah, honestly. thank yeah. you. That's thank you for scary game. Yes. and it's spooky. Yeah. There's a spooky in the house. Yeah, there's oh, a there's a thing called the, it's actually called the presence. And it, the more noise you make, because you 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 uh, can actually use your walking stick to. Uh, See to yeah well, you like, yeah, tap, you, you like you're tap it on the ground and you get sort of a your Daredevil. Pretty much. That's well, except that you're instead of uh, being a kung fu man, you're, you're a, extremely. A yeah, you're. Yeah, that's so you can you can hide in places around, uh, and there's terrible little dolls that come after you, and they they will harm you and destroy you. So very spooky. Uh, Bill came in here, and we did a whole series of exclusives of it a year ago already. So I haven't seen it in a year, but it is official uh, now. It's going to be on its way to Xbox One, which is really cool news. So. No release date yet, but uh, Marty, I think you can attest as, as well with me that that is absolutely a game to keep your eye on because it's it is a is that uh, a sight joke. That was a f- poor phrasing okay. on my part. I realized it as soon as the words went out. Like keep you were your like, eye, you were like, no, I wonder, I wonder if Marty will just in. let this one slide. No, put he the won't. back in. And I knew I could see it on your. I was like, is he yep. going to let this one go? No, no he wasn't. Not. And nor should you. Thank you. You should call me out for being a Same. horrible person. Same. Yeah. Thank you for doing so. Oh, thank you. Point Appreciate that. But anyway, uh, keep your eye. <laughs> what? Help Keep me. your ears open for this one. Keep your walking sticks primed in a forward direction. Pay attention to it. Hey, thank you. Pay it. I have to leave. This is, <laughs> this is not going well for me anymore. Uh, marketplace report. Destin Legary. Yes, sir. What can we spend our money on this week? For Honor is available now. And Review in progress on IGN, so we don't have... We've got to test out those multipliers. Well, we didn't even get access to it until like it launched. It launched so, And then uh, Sniper Elite 4, which is a game where you're a sniper and you shoot people. It yeah, is Only four people, though? 
<laughs> they're all elite. No, it's the fourth they're all elite. The series. Um, the Elite Four? Yeah, you shoot the Elite I actually got to check this out with uh, one of the developers who stopped by, and it is fun. It has – it's like – it has that stealth stuff that I love, yeah. and like you can set up for really cool snipe shots. Uh, there's a cool camera that plays when you nail the X-ray camera. The you're X-ray camera, to, basically. Series so it staple. sounds yeah. very same to three. Yeah, I mean that's Sniper Elite's formula. Well, right? I think yeah. I, I think the big thing uh, from what I've seen, I've seen it this a couple times at, at demos. I think the the big improvement that they've tried to make this time, and and we gave it a good score, it was an eight point three, I think it was from our old friend Brian Albert, is the. Uh, in the in the last couple games, it's been really cool to snipe. Mm-hmm. But then, if you have to sh- shoot with any other gun in any other context, it's not that fun. Yeah. yeah. So they've imp- I think they've improved the non-sniper gameplay. Okay. Yeah. There's also uh, traps and stuff. Three like, of those two. Yeah, you can throw a rock and then they detonate the trap. Yeah. But it's really fun to shoot. Yeah, it's really fun to I'm shoot. Just regurgitating what the, PR uh, told me when I did well, the demo. Uh, you can shoot guys they in, got the, me. in the testicles, and it shows X-ray. It just goes through and makes their yep. balls that's explode. That's an achievement. It's really yeah. weird though. The testicles have bones. The bones shatter. That's not. They have bones. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I think the pelvis has no. bones. I don't know what the, <laughs> the testicles. Aren't those the same? Pelvis and testicles. Yeah, you're all good. Pelvicles. Yeah, that's what we did. Anyway, the yeah. game looks fun. I haven't tried it out yet. But you will get but a chance I, to yeah. if you are one of our next couple winners in Unlock Block Trivia. The developers' rebellion just out of nowhere. They Robbie. Just, developers' rebellion. Yeah, they emailed the other day and were like, "Hey, here's three codes. Oh, that's awesome. Give them away on your podcast." Thanks, I was like, "Thank cool. you so much." So, uh, we can, this week's winner will have the option of it, and you can too. So we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Also available, MX Nitro, twenty bucks. Battle Islands Commanders free to play. I owe eight dollars. <laughs> Not I owe eight. I owe eight dollars. <laughs> you owe R- me eight dollars. <laughs> I guess so. I guess. Ride two. We're going in and out sixty dollars. You can pay me back. Ride two sixty dollars. <laughs> we paying sixty dollars for ride two. How to survive is fifteen dollars. I guess. So. How to survive two. How to survive two is fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. On Candy Valley, thirteen dollars. Crypt of the Necro Dancer, excellent. Fifteen dollars. The game's awesome. The game's Is actually it? awesome. What's it about yeah. you guys? The game's awesome. It's a top-down roguelike where you go through a dungeon but the way you move and attack is all to the rhythm of songs in each dungeon oh my and god so that's grid so based in each oh, space cool. like it also you, looks really pretty yeah it looks really pretty the music's awesome a bunch of great composers have yeah. uh, added music to the game yeah it's actually really cool spheroids a spheroids <laughs> spheroids is eight dollars the s is silent the first time i said it spheroids is eight dollars and picks the cat is ten picks the cat is also a pretty good cool game. yeah What's Pix Cat about? Uh, uh, a cat named Pix. Yeah, it's about a cat named Pix. Uh, it's a two. It's a two D puzzle platformer with a twist. Oh, okay. <laughs> is a twist but, that you're a cat? Is a twist that you're actually blinks the cat? Oh, oh time sweeping! Yeah, nailed it. Games with gold. Again, lovers in a dangerous space time. That's from February first, twenty eighth. Pick it up. Project Cars Digital Edition from February sixteenth to March fifteenth. That's starting now. Yeah, starting now. Monkey Island Two Special Edition available. Oh, you guys February missed it. Oh, yeah. You got it. I grabbed it yesterday. Good for you. Good. Yeah, a solid call. I feel like you said that in a really sassy way. I grabbed it yesterday. No, I'm glad. Like I'm actually glad. <laughs> I didn't say. I, it. I literally didn't say it that way. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh my god. god. Is that how I sound? Is that seriously I how I grabbed it yesterday? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that how I enunciate Alana? Are that was just, that first. Time. Are you just bullying? Yeah, I think so. It hurts my heart. <laughs> Star Wars: The Force. But you got your destiny news today. You're fine. <laughs> Star Wars: The Force, uh, Force Unleashed is available from the 16th to 28th. Definitely <laughs> worth getting for free. 
Yes. All right. And with that, we do offer up a copy of Sniper Elite 4 should uh, Jared from Houston, Texas desire it. Otherwise, there's some other cool prizes as well. So again, we've got three copies of Sniper Elite 4. If you would like to play for one, send in your Xbox trivia question, which I'll tell you how to do in a second. But Jared from Houston says he's a longtime listener and watcher of the podcast. Love the show because it really feels like just listening to my friends and I in one of our roundtable discussions about games and media. So uh, thank you for the kind words, Jared. Super appreciate that. In honor of Mass Effect Andromeda coming out soon. So, yeah. Destin, if you miss this, your your street cred is revoked. What did I, I need to circle Last on? week, I said, ask a question about Banjo. <laughs> ask a question about Mass Effect. Like, last week, I asked oh, I the- if we could have uh, a question about um, a more modern game. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. More modern than though. Mass Thank Effect? You. Yeah, I don't. It's only 10 years old. Yeah, but in the pantheon of Xbox. That is true. I was still, what, 13? Oh, we're talking about more modern, like uh, Resident Evil 7. Ask a Resident Evil 7 question. Yeah, that'd be great. I put Easy D. Yeah, I, oh. yeah. Easy yeah, I D. Was. Mark it an answer. Alana, uh, what do you say? Uh, you care? You, care? Uh, you're, you must be. I wrote it on the other page. Okay. With? But I know the All right, well, well, in, in, in any the case, question. the question is. Yeah, right, true. Yes, do that. Uh, well, and I, I confess, I actually didn't know this somehow. Uh, I should have, but I didn't, so would have got it wrong. What was the original code name? For Mass Effect 1, while it was in development, was it Project R1, Reaper, SFX, or Project Dark? I'm going to go to Destin last because, well, for dramatic effect. I'm going to go with A, Project R1. Project R1. Marty, you're learning about Mass Effect 1 as you play through it Yeah, because one of the huge plot points in the game is uh, Liara is like, do you want to know what the code name of this game was? Uh, I put D, and then I wrote easy before it because it's easy D, and that made me laugh. So Project Dark. Having, take having, us home, buddy. having just listened to all the behind-the-scenes commentary for for on the Mass Effect 1 Limited Collector's Edition disc, just because I just did that like a month ago, the answer is actually C, SFX Science Fiction. And you are correct. So oh. you, you you maintain your Mass Effect. Three spread. points. Three I just to zero to zero. Oh, yeah. Project, because there was two project answers. So I was like, surely it's one <laughs> of those two. Destin's on that way to that three-peat. It's yep. just like it's it's, it's Wait, already in three, the works. That is three, right? That's three. It means three points. years in a row. Yes. Three in a row. Three championships oh, yeah. in a row. I miss Mitch. That was a baseball I term. I don't know baseball. That was just a sport. That was not a okay. that was, Actually, that was, I, believe, I think it's a basketball term. I, well, I think. But I'm I, doing it. I actually think uh, Pat, it's Pat, like Pat Riley Pat or Riley Phil Jackson owns the trademark. I think that. it's the Bulls. A trademark. So yeah. Phil Jackson. Yeah, because they did the two three-peats in the 90s. Yes. See, if that was the trivia question, I wouldn't have got it. But it was about Mass Effect. I, I feel like if you asked me anything except 2017's Xbox questions. We've got to ask me anything about the news. I got that. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if you guys can get on the board next week. Uh, I won't be here. Be so maybe Jared, you're great. somebody, well, I don't know, maybe the, maybe it will happen, maybe it won't. Yeah, I might not be here either. I've just decided to quit week, the yeah, show. Actually, oh, yeah, uh, you and I are both, we're on a thing. Oh, they were definitely do doing trivia next All right. Week. All right. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> no. <I'm> for everyone. <laughs> if Dessa was going to be here, I was like, no, 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 week off. But if Dessa's not here, yeah. yeah. You're host. Okay. You don't well, it's up to you guys. It's your show it's next fine. week. So. I'll be host. Thank you. I'll be host. I'll be, ask. I'll be out of town doing This week's trivia worth three points. <laughs> yeah. You can do that. Whatever. Well, Ryan just said what I've done. No, right, whatever. I mean. <clears throat> thank you. I appreciate it. It's fine. That. No. <laughs> if you do want to win a copy, whether we play next week or the week after when I'm back, but uh, if you'd like to win Sniper Elite 4 or a copy of one of the other games I've got in the stash, send your Xbox-related trivia question, including four multiple-choice answers, and note the correct one in your email to unlocked 
at IGN.com. Mass Effect questions are great. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what about questions about the journey about what, the witness <laughs> journey. Journey. <laughs> wrong show yeah, those would be fine the witness oh, would be fine yeah. uh, all <laughs> right let's let's in puzzle 14 oh dang you're still in the gardens let's go uh destin yeah what's up uh not much follow me on twitter at destin Laguerre. you can watch me on twitch twitch.tv slash the destin channel every tuesday and thursday at eight thank you to everybody who listens to unlock who happened to stop by i appreciate it eight pacific you're making your east coast friends stay up late huh yeah, that's when I can get home on our terrible <laughs> transportation system. That's how it's got to yeah. be. Yeah, Alana? I am at Charalanazad uh, going to Toy Fed this weekend, so we will have some coverage of that up on Twitter. But I also just published uh, a really cool gallery of uh, an awesome Resident Evil 2 cosplayer that I highly re- recommend you check out. Nice. Yeah, Look at the Destiny. It did place. super well while you are on the stream. Oh, did it really? It yeah. Awesome. It's real spooky. Monster. Marty. Uh, I am at Nick Biggity. Um... And you can watch Alana and I are wrapping up Mass Effect 1, our Let's Play. I, I was like, wrapping? We've yeah. wrapped? I, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we started yeah our Mass Effect 1 Let's Play will be done really, West really Philadelphia, soon. born and raised <laughs> on, on the playground. playground. So, stop it. Day. Everyone stop it. Uh, out, I, got very, I got very worried that Ashley was going to die because outside. I have an emotional attachment to her, but she didn't, and Caden died, and that dude sucks, and I'm totally fine with that. I got him. I'm going to fight. My mom got scared. Say, you moving with your auntie and uncle We're going to get a copyright strike because you're both pitch perfect. This is me like singing you out. Oh, that's it. Okay. Uh, you can fo- I appreciate that. You can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, Injustice 2 is our IGN first game for the month. We just revealed Swamp Thing, who's a very interesting character in that game. So many, inter- so many fun moves in that one. Uh, and then, Destin, we've got some other more Injustice stuff cooked up for the rest of the month. Is Bogman going to be in it? Is what man? No, Bogman? Just Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, Bogman, Mud Girl. <laughs> I don't know. Mud Girl's not confirmed yet. I don't read comics. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for What's my three amigos here. Uh, my name's Ryan. This is Unlocked episode. I don't know what it was. It was 283. That's it. I missed the palindrome. You did. All right. Rappin's rip. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.